0: Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed. And best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode.
1: We have Brian Davis with me here tonight. Brian, really appreciate your time. You can follow along with us by going to their website. And Brian, I have to actually give you a lot of credit there, because if you go to sparkrental.com, there is more resources freely available and given than I think I've seen in a long time. So really appreciate you providing that to the community.
0: So again, it's sparkrental.com slash free. Well, Jack, thank you so much for having me on the show. And and thank you for the the warm introduction. That was was wonderful. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, it's well-deserved. So we're going to talk a little bit about everything here today, but you recently had, this this past week, a five-day live event. Do you, do you do these events quite often?
0: Uh, it was the first time actually we've done a, a five-day live challenge event like this. It was a lot of work. <laughs> so every day for an hour, we broadcast live, and for another half hour after that, we did a live Q&A so it was it was a lot of work, a lot of talking. You can hear my voice is starting to get a little raspy here, but no it was a lot of fun. You know, so much of the content that we create is prepared in advance, right? I mean, we have 400 and some articles on our blog, we do a weekly podcast which we now record in advance. We do some classes and courses, but most of that is recorded in advance. So it was really nice to be able to interact with people in real time, get feedback from people in real time, answer questions in real time. You know, it's just it's a different way of interacting with your audience and it was it was a lot of fun.
1: Right. So can you kind of give us a little breakdown? I, You know, I have an idea of what your, your core business is, but I'd like to hear it the elevator pitch from you, if you would.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, our core business has evolved quite a bit over the years, which, you know, you'd be surprised how often that happens with entrepreneurs and small businesses. When we first started the business back in 2016, we thought that we were going to be a landlord software platform, like a property management software platform for mom and pop landlords, people with you know one to twenty units, say one to thirty units, whatever. And then we you know so most of our seed capital went to this development company to to build the software, and then halfway through, they said, "No nah, we're not going to do this, but we're also not going to give you your money back <laughs> so that that chewed up a ton of our capital, and we did eventually. Build out a software platform, and we've also partnered with some some software providers over the years. But what we have done, what we started doing in the meantime, you know, while we were building out that software, is we started focusing on education, and we built an online course, and we built up the blog and podcast. And we quickly discovered, as we were selling online courses about real estate investing, that people didn't really want to learn how to fish; they wanted you to just give them the fish. <laughs> so, you know, our Our audience kept saying, Well, you know, what are you guys investing in right now? And, you know, can I just get in on that? And, you know, Denny and I were kind of, my partner is is Denny Sapli. You know, she's been in this business for 40 plus years. So Denny and I are kind of scratching our heads and we're like, Well, you know, we don't want to sell securities, right? Like, you know, we don't want to go down that path. I have been living overseas for over eight years now. So I'm not in the US to, to go out and actively buy properties and oversee renovations. And even if I were, I probably wouldn't want to. So you know, we didn't really know how to do that. And then we started experimenting with the idea of a, a co-investing club. And at first it was just for our course students. We were like, all right, you know, we're gonna partner with a an active real estate investor, you know, boots on the ground kind of guy, and we're going to, you know, try a couple of different single family investment properties and open it up to our students to participate with fractional ownership and just see how it goes. And we quickly discovered why no one else was really doing that because it's way too much work and not enough money, right? So we went back to the drawing board, and it was around this time that I bought my first real estate syndication or invested passively in my first real estate syndication. And the thought occurred to me I was like, well, you know, actively buying properties, you know, that is too much work for this, but maybe passively investing in a big real estate project, maybe we could do that and open that up to our audience. So we we did we did a a pilot deal and we got some good feedback from our course students at the first it was just our course students we opened it up to. And then we started doing more. We we started doing them once a month and then we opened it up to non-course students, you know, people who hadn't taken our our premium course. And it's just evolved into this real estate investment club that's totally passive. Every month we propose a new real estate syndication deal. Anyone can participate in it if they want to, they don't have to minimum investment per person is $5,000, which might sound like a lot in the context of, you know, buying sandwiches in your everyday life, but in the context of real estate syndications it's a tiny fraction of the normal minimum investment, which is 50 to 100 grand typically. So we try to get people over those initial hurdles to get them investing in these kinds of real estate deals without having to become a landlord, without needing 50 or 100 grand, without needing to go out there and network with a bunch of real estate syndicators on their own. So it's been fun. It's it's been a journey. It's been a lot of fun.
1: So, this is this is kind of interesting. So you vet out the the actual syndications and then you fractionalize. That's a strong
0: word. <laughs> we, for legal reasons we can't say that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we propose syndication deals that, that yes, my partner and I have reviewed.
1: No, that may, that makes sense. And then so your group then buys in as as a as a group or you, you keep calling it an investment club or, or something like that. So that you kind of, so it becomes a fraction of a fraction.
0: Yes, exactly. Okay. yeah, that, so,
1: makes, that makes sense though. It does allow people to get in on a much lower bar.
0: Yeah. So we are not selling securities. That is <laughs> definitely something that we have no interest in doing. We are simply charging a flat fee for membership in this investment club. Not only do we not get a cut of any of the money that's invested, but we actually invest our own money in each one of these deals. So you know, it keeps our interests one hundred percent aligned with our club members. But yeah, it's 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 a unique business model. We don't know of any other real estate investment clubs that are following this model. I know of one that is kind of sort of similar, but but they have a totally different focus and a totally different way of, of structuring things. So yeah, you know, it's it's different.
1: Is this a way for somebody also to kind of step around the concept of working with accredited
0: investors since you're working as part of a club like this? Well, it's not a loophole. We we intentionally invest only in 506B deals that allow non-accredited investors, but that is that's a core value of our club is inclusion and making sure that every club member has access to every deal you know i mentioned a minute ago that there is another club out there that's kind of sort of doing something similar their focus is accredited investors almost all of the deals that they review are for accredited investors only so our our focus is really keeping this accessible to everybody and for accredited investors it's a great way to diversify and spread money among a lot more deals rather than having to lock up 50 or 100 grand in a single investment you know even if you have that money sitting around looking to invest probably don't want to tie up a hundred grand in a single investment, right? So yeah, it's it's a way to keep the deals available to everybody and also let people spread their money among a lot of different deals across the entire US, across different property types, different sponsors. Yeah. So it's a uh, diversification and inclusion are two core values of our club.
1: Okay. With that being said, it's it sounds like then you you have this software background, you were trying to build this platform. Did you develop
0: something then to help manage this? No. To date, we've been using a platform called TribeVest to help manage this. We're not affiliated with them in any way. We may or may not continue using them. There are a lot of things we like about the platform. Uh, it's very transparent, and that's what drew us to it in the first place. So, whenever we open a new tribe, if you will, on TribeVest, that's what they call them. So we create a new LLC for each deal that we invest in, open a new joint bank account for that LLC, set up a tribe on TribeVest, invite all of the participating members to it. They log in, they can view the the banking history in real time. They can transfer in their investment funds. Uh, they can view all of the, the shared legal documents like the LLC formation documents and the EIN and you know, the operating agreement, and all that kind of stuff. So it's very transparent which we really liked. There have been some bugs which we have not liked. So we're still discussing how we want to proceed moving forward whether we want to continue using TribeVest or maybe build out our own kind of simplified system for it. We'll see.
1: Okay. So can you kind of give us an idea like uh, as uh, from the beginning to the end of the deal. Let's say a syndication is coming comes to your attention. What is the process there? And then to the point where you're communicating it out
0: to your, to your group. Yeah. So Denny and I, part of the service that we're providing is we do all the networking, right? On behalf of our members. So we go out and we try to find sponsors and connect with them, hop on a phone call with them, establish that relationship that is required before anyone can invest in a 506B deal. You have to have a documented, established relationship with the sponsor. So we have, we have a phone call with the sponsor and we kind of grill them and get a sense for what they're, what they're doing, their, their investment thesis, you know, how they manage risk and all that. And then we get added to their investor email list. So as deals come along for them, you know, they email it out to, to their list. We get those emails and, you know, Denny and I are just constantly looking over deals as they come along and say, Oh, you know, do you think this might be a good fit for the club? And then, we either schedule a call with the sponsor if we if we see one that is a good fit and schedule a call with the sponsor and invite all of our club members to join the call we send out a you know a quick summary email of the deal along with the details of the you know the investment summary deck and maybe a video overview if the sponsor's done one or we we have a, a meeting with our club and say hey here are a few different sponsors and a few different deals that we're considering for this month's deal what do you guys think you know let's take a, a quick informal vote and you know choose which sponsor to invite on with us so that we can hear them out about their deal and make a decision whether to invest or not and then from there we just collect you know we we ask for people to email us let us know if they want to proceed with that particular deal we open the llc we open the joint bank account and then we sign the ppm on behalf of the llc fund the deal and and that that's it it's a it's a pretty simple process very transparent across the board and we we want to keep it simple because simple systems tend not to fail. <laughs> more complicated you get, more chances for failure you you rack up.
1: Yeah, I recently read the book Myth Revisited and and it Great brings book. that up. Yeah, it brings that up quite a bit. So when when somebody decides to invest in in one of these, can you talk a little bit about what they should expect then? How do how does the communication everything done through the TribeVest platform or what should they expect from that experience
0: yeah so if someone proceeds alongside of us with a deal they get listed as a partial owner of the joint llc right you know along with the amount that they invested you know their their ownership percentage and once once we as an llc invest in the deal you know the sponsor will start sending us Hopefully, monthly, if not monthly, then quarterly updates about the progress of the deal. They'll start sending distributions at a certain point. So we just, we forward along all communications from the sponsor to the participating members. Uh, so they receive all of those directly. When distributions get paid to our joint LLC bank account, we, we, we elect a treasurer in the beginning, someone from the club to, to manage the money and the distributions and send out everybody's portion to them. You know, the, the more distance that Denny and I can put between ourselves and this, you know, it makes us feel more comfortable from a legal perspective, right? So we yeah we have a we elect a treasurer, uh, you know, one of the club members to manage that particular deal's finances, and they send out everybody's portion, you know, their their proportion of the distribution, and you know, after a few years, hopefully the sponsor either refinances or sells the property, you know, a big chunk of change comes back that gets distributed proportionally again, and yeah it's it's pretty simple and very passive, which is the idea, right? I mean i I cut my teeth as a landlord, as a rental investor, doing bird deals, you know the buy, renovate, rent, refinance repeat. and it was a ton of work, and at a certain point, I didn't want to do it anymore. It was just it was too much work, but I still like real estate, right I, I still believe in it as a, an asset class as a as a path towards financial independence. So this is a way to get all of those same benefits of real estate investments, but without any of the headaches of becoming a landlord and getting the 2 a.m. phone calls. You know, I've had tenants come and bang on my door at 10 o'clock at night before. Uh, it happened when my my now wife, but then girlfriend, or not even girlfriend, she was on a third date over at my house. I made her dinner and we were watching the movie, and there's you know, boom, 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 boom on the door. There's a tenant knocking. I didn't want to do that anymore. So.
1: Yeah. What are they, they, they? Get away from the tenants, toilets, and termites?
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So, just to remind everybody again, it is sparkrental.com. And I'm going to make sure to have that link in the show notes. But again, it's slash free to get to those free resources. And if you found some value in what Brian has been talking about here so far, do us a quick favor and share it with one of your investor friends. So, oh, Brian. Appreciate that. <laughs> Brian, do you do you do anything else then? Because it looks like you still have management software and some other things on your site. What, what are some of the other resources that you do offer there?
0: Yeah. So we do have property management software that's specifically designed for smaller mom and pop landlords. And one of the strengths of that software is actually the accounting automation. So you know, it, it will sync with your bank account, for example, and Automatically import all the income and expenses, and it, you can set up rules for automatically labeling those and and filtering those, categorizing those income and expenses. There's a mileage tracker in the mobile app, and I mean there there are a ton of really cool features in that. We also sell an online course uh, called Fire from Real Estate. You know, Fire the acronym, Financial Independence, Retire Early, but it, which is a bit of a I don't want to say misnomer, but one of Denny's and my core beliefs is that you don't actually need enough money, passive income to cover all of your living expenses. You just need enough to cover the shortfall between what your your dream work pays and your living expenses. Because we've we must have interviewed, you know, at least 50, maybe a hundred, you know, people who have reached financial independence through real estate. And they all went back to work, right? I mean, <laughs> they went back to work on their own terms, doing something that they love, that they're passionate about but if there's only so long you can sit on a beach and sipping piña coladas right i mean before you get bored so yeah it's great you, know, you reaching financial independence is wonderful and you go and you know maybe you do some traveling maybe go sit on that beach and and sip some some margaritas or whatever uh, catch up on your favorite netflix shows and then you probably get bored and feel like you don't have much meaning in your life and then you go back to work so you can skip that whole phase and and take years off of that process by Thinking intentionally about you know what's my dream work, what's my dream vision for my my life and my lifestyle, and you know does that pay less than what I'm currently earning, and that's that's okay if it does. So then you just have a, you have a shortfall, right? You need to fill that that shortfall with some passive income from real estate potentially or from some other source, so you can start living your ideal lifestyle pretty quickly. You know within in some cases you know months or a couple of years if you if you just need a small amount of passive income to cover that gap between what your dream work pays and what you want to spend every year you don't need nearly as much as you think to start living your your dream lifestyle and real estate syndications can help you with that you know historically very high returns in that 15 to 30% range so you can get there much faster than you think
1: so how long have you been doing this and what has been your average returns
0: so this this club, we started this a couple of years ago. And again, we, we started with single family investment properties. Did two of those. We sold both. One had outrageously high returns, something like a 47% annual return. The Other had a 7% return, you know, which is a lot less impressive, but that's what it was. And then of course we, we pivoted to real estate syndications. None of those real estate syndications have gone full cycle yet. A lot of them are paying distributions. Some of them are not yet. I mean, you know, in some cases, when there's a lot of value add, it can take a year, two years before syndications start paying distributions. So yeah, we're we're still in the early phases of those syndication deals. None of them have gone full cycle yet, so we can't give you exact returns that the club has averaged, but we can give you the individual sponsors' track records and say, yes, this particular deal with this sponsor hasn't gone full cycle yet, but here's the average returns of all the other deals that this sponsor has done. Right, So Mm -hmm. I'll give you a quick example. We've invested in a few deals with Rise48 because they always structure their deals as 506B. They have a strong track record. I think they've done something like 67 big apartment complexes total. Of those, 11 have gone full cycle. And among those 11 syndication deals that have gone full cycle, their average IRR, their in average internal rate of return or you know annualized rate of return is over 70%. It's crazy high. It's like 70.5%. So yeah, I mean, again, we're not sponsors. So our track record is is less important here than the sponsors who we're investing with. And, and those track records, you know, we do want to make available to our members when we propose a deal.
1: Mm-hmm. One of the things I'd be curious about is if if you've had the experience, it seems like some of the bigger investors that I've run into, you know, some of the seasoned investors in my market, the more value that they hold, whether it's, you know, they're multimillionaires, I'm sure at this point, they seem to be a lot more hands off and a lot more forgiving when it comes to communications and and. Than the smaller investors, have you found that to be the case where you know you talked about people can possibly get into this with as little as five thousand dollars? In my experience, those people are a little bit more needy, if you will, to have to because that five thousand dollars means a lot more to them than five thousand dollars to a bigger investor?
0: Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. That hasn't really been our experience so far. Most of our club members, you know, a lot of them are accredited for one thing, and the reason that they joined with us is to be able to just spread smaller amounts of money across more deals, right? But you know, even you know, even the others, they're in this for the long haul. You know, they know that these are long term investments, and they don't join our club to invest in a single like five thousand dollar investment in a syndication. You know, they they join so that they can invest you know, 5,000 a month or or 5,000 a quarter or, you know, whatever it is, but they are planning on on doing this indefinitely, basically. So we have not found them to be super needy. You know, most of our members are, you know, middle to high earning professionals. And, you know, even though most of them are new to the idea of real estate syndications, when they first come across us in our club, they get that these are, Long-term investments that, you know, and and they're they're designed to be passive, right, across the board. So we have not found them to be super needy. You know, we we don't want to cater to people who are super needy either. You know, if if people are going to, uh, you know, really gnash their teeth and need constant communication back and forth with us, you know, every single day, then they're just probably not a good fit for our club. Doesn't mean that people shouldn't ask questions about deals and our our club members do ask questions about every single deal and we want to make sure they understand them. But yeah, no, we haven't found them to be overly needed.
1: Okay, great. Do you, outside of the tribe vest, do they, do they interact with each other? Is it kind of an an investment group, networking group in that regard?
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's funny you asked that we had a member uh, a couple months back, a couple members actually, you know, email us and said, you know, Hey, I, I love this, premise and I love these deals we're investing in but there's a lot of smart people in this club and I would like to you know have more you know, group discussions with them and you know the word mastermind discussion was thrown around by a couple of members so they said you know beyond just getting together once a month on a call with a sponsor to evaluate a deal we would love to get together more often you know maybe informally and not necessarily with a sponsor on the call you know for us to vet a deal together but just to to talk as investors talk about Know, where the market is moving or you know what risks we see on the horizon that maybe no, none of the pundits are talking about. So we have started doing that and using those calls as a way to take informal votes on the next deal that we're the next sponsor we want to bring on as a group to, to you know vet their deal. So we are moving in that direction. We want to be more of a mastermind group in addition to just an investment club, because there is a huge value to that community. And you know, even in vetting deals, the, being able to crowdsource this to a community is really helpful. And I'll, I'll give you a quick example. We did a deal a few months back. It was in Dallas, or you know, in the suburb of Dallas. And you know, I don't—I've never been to Dallas. I don't know anything about Dallas, right? All I know is what I read in the news. So you know, after the sponsor got off the call, and you know, after we finished asking them our questions, one of our club members said, "Hey, I actually live five minutes down the street from this apartment complex." And, and she said, you know, it's in a great area. There's not nearly enough rental housing in this area. So there's there's a ton of demand and not enough housing supply. So she was able to give us that ground level perspective about the deal that, you know, Denny or myself would never have been able to provide. But because we get together as a club to vet these, you know, you, you up your chances of having those sorts of perspectives.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. You know, it's also interesting as going back to something you said earlier regarding, you know, being, you know, the FIRE acronym and trying to get your passive income on top of what you're probably going to be doing anyway. Can you talk and share a little bit about what that has done to your life? I know you keep jumping around with your family around the world. In fact, I think you're in Brazil right now.
0: Well, we were in Brazil, and you can see the flag behind me. <laughs> we were in Brazil for the last four years. We actually just moved to Peru. but yeah, my my daughter, who's three, and you might be able to see some of her stickers in the wall behind me too. those um, are your stickers.
1: admit it I know right <laughs> take ownership of it
0: yeah so my my daughter was born in Brazil and has Brazilian citizenship. she's got two passports, which is awesome, right. Before Brazil, we spent four years living in Abu Dhabi, so it's, it's been a lot of fun. We, we spent over eight years abroad now trying to learn Spanish now that we're in Peru, and my wife picked up some decent Portuguese when we were living in Brazil. I really didn't. I was kind of a bum about it, but yeah, I mean, I, so I don't consider myself financially independent, but I also consider myself to be living that financially independent lifestyle get all the the advantages of being financially independent without having to actually have the enormous net worth and you know the huge amount of passive income and, and whatnot because I do partially because you know I have an online business right and that provides income although that's still active income I mean I'm still working full-time there but also because of the real estate investments that I've made and the passive income streams from those you know I'll give you an example I mean yes I work 50 hours a week I work you know more than full- time. But I also took the entire month of December off last year to go travel around Patagonia in Argentina. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff that you can do when you are living your ideal lifestyle, you know, doing your dream work or maybe having started your own business or or doing, you know, gig work, you know, freelance work or, you know, self-employment work on your own terms that you love that you're passionate about. And you can do that even if it doesn't pay super well if you have some of that extra supplemental passive income. Right.
1: Well, Brian, this has been a great conversation. Again, I'm going to remind everybody it is sparkrental.com slash free to take advantage of all of those, that free material and opportunity that's available there. But before I go let you go, Brian, I do have some rapid fire questions for you.
0: All right, let's do it. What is a
1: real estate investing lie we tell ourselves and others?
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> the, the first answer I give to people is you don't need to become a landlord to get the benefits of, of real estate investing. I already kind of went into that today. So I'll give you another one. Uh, you don't need a lot of money to invest in real estate. You know, Obviously our club is one example of that where you can invest with five grand instead of 50 or hundred, but you can also get started with 10 bucks on real estate crowdfunding platforms and you know, away, away you go. Mm-hmm. Do you have a book
1: recommendation or what are you reading right now?
0: Yeah, so a couple of book recommendations. Atomic Habits by James Queer is awesome. And by the way, his weekly newsletter, his 321 newsletter, is fantastic. It's very condensed and, and short and sweet. Quit Like a Millionaire by Christy Shen is a great book as well for reaching financial independence quickly. And it's it's a very quick read, easy read, but very hands-on and tactical, in addition to, you know, some of those big mindset shifts that you want to make as well. So highly recommend those two.
1: What is one tool you can't live without whether it's in personal or business?
0: You know, I hate to admit it, but Google Drive is uh, is very critical for both organizing my my personal documents and my my business documents and notes. I also use Evernote on my phone and and desktop because I'm constantly, you know, coming up with what I think are you know, great ideas. And then 30 seconds later, they're gone. I've totally forgotten them. So, you know, as ideas occur to me, I try to whip out my phone and quickly write it down before it just disappears into the ether.
1: So, well, I gotta, I gotta share this. I, I recently, well, I shouldn't say recently for the past six months or so, I switched to a tool called Obsidian for this. Have you heard of Obsidian? Uh, no, I don't know. It. it uses, it uses markup. So being, being a bit of a nerd, it, it scratches that part of my brain, but it lets me link different pages and different concepts together. And then you, you can go to a page and it, it shows you how they're all linked together. It's, it's kind of, it's almost a second brain huh. in a, in a way it's, it's pretty remarkable. Once you, once you get the learning curve taken
0: care of, like a little, like a small neural network kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you can show, see how it's all connected.
0: Very it's cool. pretty crazy. I'll have to check that out, Obsidian. Okay.
1: If you could go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be?
0: Well, first learn how passive real estate investments work earlier in life. You know, if I could have skipped all the the headaches and heartaches of being a landlord, I I would probably have done that. Although that being said, that did contribute to all of my later career moves. You know, I built a a career in the, the real estate investing space, you know, even Outside of my actual investments. So maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. And I also, you know, I would tell my younger self to boost your savings rate to the absolute maximum because that's that's where your future wealth comes from, right? Is your you know, the gap between what you spend and what you earn. So right. supercharge that savings rate.
1: In under sixty seconds, can you give everybody a single piece of advice they can implement in their business today?
0: Yeah, so for investors, you know, whether that's real estate investors or or stock investors for that matter, I would say don't try to time the market. You know, it's it's so tempting to do, especially in real estate where the markets do move in much slower motion than stock markets with the you know, up and down every single day. But you know, especially for people who consider themselves educated, well-informed, intelligent, you know, you it's very easy to succumb to that siren song thinking that you're smarter than everyone else and that you can crack that code and you can time the market and you're gonna beat all those other bozos out there. You know, I, I gotta tell you, you gotta have humility about that. There are people that are way smarter and better informed than you and me and and you know, all the other investors out there, you know, economists and you know, full-time market analysts, and they get Market wrong half the time. And if they can't get it right, we're not going to get it right. So don't try to time the market. Instead, just use dollar cost averaging where every week, every month, just keep plugging money into the same investments. Now, I do that in my stock investments every week. Money comes out of my checking account, goes into my robo advisor account, invest in the same index funds, right? Do it in my real estate investments every month. I invest five grand in a real estate syndication deal. And, you know, yeah, the market could go haywire tomorrow, you know, whether we're talking about stock markets or real estate markets. But over time, I'm going to cut them out ahead by just slow and steady investing dollar cost averaging.
1: Well, Brian, is there a question or concept you wished we would have covered here today?
0: Oh man, so many, you know, house hacking, that's a great way to boost your savings rate. I haven't paid for housing in many, many years. Geo arbitrage, you know, we get to live a very comfortable lifestyle by living overseas. And we live entirely on my wife's teacher salary, basically. And you know, one parting one is the idea of infinite returns, where you invest in a real estate project, you get your money back through a refinance, but you still own that asset, that real estate asset. And then you can just keep recycling that same investment capital over and over again in different projects. You can do it with rental properties you own directly. You can also do it in real estate syndication deals. Some of those are designed from the start for a refinance, give you your money back after a couple of years. And you keep your ownership though, you keep earning that cash flow, keep earning that appreciation. It's an amazing way to compound your returns much faster.
1: Well, you just laid out the next three episodes with you. So <laughs> come back again, it is sparkrental.com slash free. But Brian, I hope you'll come back again sometime. This was great.
0: Jack, thank you so much for having me on. It's a lot of fun. If you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing,